Connor, what are we doing? We're uh, delving into the world of uh, choose-your-own-adventure literature. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Back into the mind of Monty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, funny you should say that. It's a different mind. Oh, yes. Different author. What's his name? Jim Wallace. (laughs) Jim Wallace. What's the same company, isn't it? It is, yeah. Same style of book or whatever. Still a Choose Co. (laughs) It's the name of the company. (laughs) Recommended. Inspired. (laughs) Inspired is right. Recommended retail price is $6.99 in America. (laughs) We didn't pay that. No, we did not. (laughs) We also didn't pay seven Canadian (laughs) dollars. What book are we reading this week? We're doing uh, Terror on the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how he's going to make this (laughs) (laughs) space-themed. And then uh, then it went into space. (laughs) I I have a confession. I've actually only ever seen half of the Titanic, the movie. Right, okay. The first half. Yeah. Um, the of, good half <laughs> yeah, the half with the suspense <laughs> yeah. I know how it ends but how does it begin <laughs> I actually think it starts too far into the story I want to see the labourers <laughs> yeah. labouring away the, I want to see the, the men up in Belfast designing the ship yeah the Harland Wolf boys yeah that's where I'm hoping this book begins <laughs> A fresh sheet. <laughs> yeah. When, when was the Titanic? Uh, 19, like 1910s. 1910s. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping it was older. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, the date is actually here. Um, Which we'll get to in a second, but yeah, it's the what? 1910s. Before, uh, before we d- dive into this beware and warning, do you feel like you're in control of your life? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, well. Less and less with every passing. <laughs> Week, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I, think, right. I think doing this is actually making it much worse. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, if this is your first time tuning in, <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> uh, welcome to Adventure Boys. Yeah, we are said Adventure Boys. We do adventures. We do adventures. We read children's novels to make ourselves feel better about our lives because hey. we've lost control. Yeah, it's all over it. <laughs> in almost every capacity. <laughs> While we read. One person reads, one person makes the decisions, and they have essentially three lives is a rough rule we work off that we kind of ignore completely. <laughs> because the way these books work, you either die instantly, or it goes on much, much too long. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, you wish you would... <laughs> yeah. Off yourself, page three. <laughs> As we read the sometimes pictures or drawings or images in the books, we'll put them up on our Instagram, mm. Adventure Boys Podcast. It'll be in the show notes for the link. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it, yeah. It's a pretty simple format. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try and stick with it. Yeah, done by two pretty simple people. <laughs> <laughs> two simple boys. <laughs> Hit me with that intro. All right, here we go. Um, so, yeah, as as you mentioned, every book we get a beware and warning. It's an intro to the book. So, uh, as we've heard before, this book is different from other books. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in this story. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. Yeah, we've been here before, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> At any time, you can go back and make another choice, alter the path of your story, and change its result. It is April 10th, 1912. You are headed from London to continue studies as a classical pianist. Oh. Mm. That could be interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Careful how you read that <laughs> throughout the book. Yeah. Uh, you've already garnered quite a bit of prestige, so your hopes are high. <laughs> you are travelling on the RMS Titanic. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hard luck, man. <laughs> So yeah, you're under the supervision of your father's business associate, Andrew Tempkin. What do you mean? How old are you? Uh, yeah, I don't know, actually. I mean, you could be, like, pure young, you know? Yeah, okay, yes, we're 11. <laughs> we're 11 years old in this book. <laughs> we're, we're a child. <laughs> yeah. a produ- but why else are you supervised by another adult man? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I guess, like, when the only thing you can do is play the piano. 
Was it brush the... What's, what's it called? <laughs> brush the brush ivories. The ivories. <laughs> That's what you... He's <laughs> going to have an old... <laughs> dust down the ivories there. Fondle the scales. <laughs> However, your faith in this large ship's infallibility is quickly to be deterred. <laughs> As the crew is much too distracted to notice impending icebergs. Very prescient. <laughs> You'll have to be on your toes every second, or else this voyage is going to end much more abruptly than you had planned. In the icy northern waters of the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> is that implying that? As <laughs> I like stay vigilant... <laughs> <laughs> this boat is safe. Yeah. It's just you and... It's only you standing between this boat and calamity. With that looming iceberg, no one has the dexterity aboard to steer the ship successfully. <laughs> Stand back. <laughs> is anybody on board a pianist? <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think dexterity is going to come up? <laughs> this ship has been tuned to C major. <laughs> no man alive can play that. Not at this temperature. Um, all right, are you ready? Are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's such a stupid premise. So you're going to stop. Die. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see how this turns out. Vigilance and dexterity. dexterity. Are my, <laughs> my shipmates on this voyage. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah, the only things you can trust aboard this they madhouse. They my starboard and my port. Ooh, mm. nice. Nautical themes. We've had this <laughs> no. before. Yeah, we have actually, yeah. Hydrofoil that you, you are forever trapped on. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I retired on the hydrofoil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right, here we go. You stand on the deck of the RMS Titanic, the brand new White Star Ocean Liner. She's the biggest, most luxurious ship in the world. She's on her first voyage across the ocean from Southampton, England to New York City. The date is April 10th, 1912. Firmly in the 1910s. Yes. <laughs> in case there was any lingering doubt. <laughs> the ship has just pulled away from Southampton Quay. <laughs> the only key in all of Southampton. <laughs> They've only got one. <laughs> So named for its fame in the area. (laughs) It's uh, notorious. Named after the very city it's in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apt. Um, So yeah, it's moving into the river test. A huge crowd walks along the quay, following the great ship's progress down the narrow river channel. The Titanic glides by the New York a smaller ocean liner, moored at the side of the river. You watch as the smaller ship is sunk toward the Titanic. Bang, bang, bang! (laughs) (laughs) You hear several loud reports, like gunshots. Looking down, you see the ropes holding the moored ship arc high into the air. They must have snapped. The New York begins to swing away from her mooring directly towards the Titanic. Okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> See? Double time. <laughs> you gasp and grab the railing, expecting a shuddering impact. As you watch, the Titanic slows to a drifting stop, and the bow of the New York swings past her port side. A collision is narrowly avoided. The Titanic smashes through the New York, <laughs> killing everyone aboard. <laughs> Not a scratch on this magnificent vessel. vessel. Onwards! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop us. 
<laughs> yeah. Just plow through <laughs> man beast <laughs> vessel. Good day, mate. That was a close one, eh, Cobber? <laughs> Says a tall, gaunt man standing next to you. You had the hands of a trumpeter. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't say for sure, but yes. A gaunt man yeah. from Australia. From Australia, from New South Wales, isn't it, mate? <laughs> In it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Good day. Uh, he has a pale, lined face with a thin, grim mouth. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I love his descriptions. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Well, this is a new guy. This Sorry. is a new guy, yeah, but I mean, nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> this is his pen name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. He's ghostwritten his own book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, he speaks with a lilting Scottish accent. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. You wrecked that. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> But the kind you'd find in Australia. Yes. <laughs> a Scottish Australian man. It's a bad way to begin a voyage, eh? Bad omen. <laughs> you know what me saying, come up. <laughs> Good arm to you, mate. <laughs> so, it's gone so Australian. I've closed the book. <laughs> Oh god, straight from Glasgow (laughs) Straight from the West End in Glasgow (laughs) Bad omen Says a middle-aged Englishman standing nearby (laughs) A watch chain hangs from the brocade waistcoat Buttoned tightly around his stout middle He he sports great grey mutton-shot whiskers there's nothing to fear. The technical journals I've read say she's unsinkable. <laughs> she's a wondership. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mr. Foreshadow. <laughs> and here is my smoking gun. <laughs> this is my manservant, Chekhov. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe we do a footnote for that one. Mm. That was a good one. You're not wrong, says the tall man knowingly. Says the man definitely from Scotland. Scotland. (laughs) She is indeed a wonder ship, Cobber. A mighty ship. Are you putting the copper in or is he? Oh no, that's that's my own. Okay. That's just for me to... (laughs) Such a bizarre like uh, (laughs) reference point for an Australian accent. Uh, keeps me Copper. keeps me grounded. Yeah, good day, Cobber. Good day, Keeps me keeps me grounded, man. It reminds me of where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> New South Wales. Yeah. Streets of Glasgow. Streets of Glasgow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not as grounded as I thought. But the o- but the ocean is mightier still. <laughs> Many a mighty ship has kissed the bottom of the sea, mate. <laughs> You don't mind me saying. <laughs> With that, the man turns and walks slowly away. Don't listen to him, says the Englishman. He's from the colonies. <laughs> I didn't even say that. <laughs> He's from Glasgow. <laughs> this ship is beautifully engineered. I tell you, she can't sink. Smoke, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, no choice yet. Getting on to page four. Oh, and there oh. is a picture watch. Will we do that now. Oh, picture watch, yeah. Picture watch. All right. It's just the just the Titanic. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so in in this current batch, we've designed the room very badly. I'm so far away, I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to? We have to get up. You can come on over. You can see there in the bottom corner, the New York is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> New author, but same artist. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is this is a step backwards in quality to what we're used to. Mm, mm. Also, the New Yorker poses 
no threat whatsoever. <laughs> it's so insignificant. Yeah. It's, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's a little dingy. You would even mention it. What a beautiful, like, magnificent shift, though. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look Surely at unsinkable. <laughs> she is beautiful and enormous, you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this, like, this guy knows how to smooth talk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just how I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> the, pe- the keys of my grand... <laughs> <laughs> As you're saying this, you're gazing up admiringly at the ship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just so you know. I got nothing to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing. It's already so weird. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this man is sexually attracted to boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's Should what we're getting. The mystique around this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blank canvas, but we're yeah. filling him in. You know the way they have people now. Mm. Who like marry roller coasters mm. or are in a relationship with their own car or stuff? <laughs> yeah, Th- that can't be new. No, humans have probably been doing that for a long time. True, man. <laughs> so this dude, <laughs> yeah, he's just he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> he's flirting with the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's he's doing a good job. <laughs> Uh, we yeah we've diagnosed you've diagnosed him. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I, I get ahead of myself with these books, but no, I think I also feel like I'm 100 percent correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is absolutely the case. <laughs> the Titanic is 900 feet long and has four huge funnels. Her hull is painted a shiny black, and her deck superstructure is white. Her yellow funnels. Oh fucking hell! I thought okay. I thought I thought I thought surely that's enough information about the boat. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that's been carried over. The yeah. the top trump esque like, <laughs> levels of detail. What's, yeah. the, what's the tonnage? <laughs> Give me a top speed. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. Six. The funnels have black tips. Um, they rise 60 feet above the deck. <laughs> okay, I don't care. Unless, so only, so unless later on you tell me, I can only, I'm a, the fastest 60 foot climber in the world, <laughs> or something is relevant. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You could come back, but yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> it does seem unbelievable that such a massive ship could sink to the bottom of the ocean. Stop bringing it up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Imagine you went on an airplane and the person beside you was just like, airline crashes are so rare. <laughs> just every two minutes, you're just like, the, the chances of us dying in this plane are so slim. <laughs> so slim. Yeah. Do you know how many people have died in planes? Very few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how would you react in that situation? Would you be like... <laughs> like would you, yeah. no, I think, yeah... It would just be annoying, but yeah. if someone was doing with this kind of detail, or this kind of like, <laughs> like I don't know what the word is for it, resignation. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Like, it was like, there's no way this particular airplane could ever crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way all four engines could fail. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, you think that there's a bit of that going on here? Well, obviously we know. They're labouring the point. Yeah. Okay. And you might say to me, "Yes, but it's a children's novel," <laughs> and, I, and I reply to you, that "I don't care. If it's a children's <laughs> novel. I am the one reading it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was not taken into account. <laughs> I mean, surely the kids deserve better as well. They'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> no, you obviously are inexperienced. Children always want to know how, how high the funnels are above the deck. <laughs> are they 50 feet? <laughs> no, son. <laughs> They're 60. <laughs> Wait until my chums in school hear of this. Yeah. <laughs> A 60 footer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the talk of the class. <laughs> oh, God. 
we're getting very sidetracked. We're oh, yeah, on page 25, 25 yeah, so minutes. There's no way. Yeah. We're on page four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, so you're an American, says the Englishman. He extends his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? Exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Like out of the middle of his chest. (laughs) (laughs) Inspector Gadget. (laughs) (laughs) The name is Styles. Were Harry you... Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles, yeah. Harry Styles. <laughs> it's... Oh, shit. No, sorry. I misread it. <laughs> the name is Stites. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a name. <laughs> no, it's not. This is no man, though. Oh, yeah, true. This is more robot than man. <laughs> yeah. More... <laughs> Where does the inspector stop and the gadget begin? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we crossed that threshold a long time ago. Um, so Stites is asking, Were you on holiday in England? No, you say, shaking his hand. I've been in London for the past month, studying classical piano. A classical pianist, eh? <laughs> Said, <laughs> says Mr. Stites. So you've been in England alone, then? <laughs> Well, I've had my model ships for company. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they complete me. Um, so that's what you're thinking. Yeah. But what you say is, no, my father was with me. He has an import-export business. He had to stay in London to meet a client. I'm returning to New York with his partner. Import-export business, you say? <laughs> Would the name of your father's partner be? Andrew Temkin <laughs> says Mr. Stites. <laughs> you nod. Yes, I met the chap just before we boarded. He told me he bought himself a black Rolls Royce. Yes, it's on board. He's taking it back to New York, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just driving around on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> Doing some donuts. What a magnificent ship. <laughs> More road than ships. Yes. <laughs> the decks are entirely paved. Yeah, it has its own ecosystem. <laughs> it's a small city, the Titanic. Complete with traffic. <laughs> oh, man. The commute on the Titanic, man. It's brutal. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> You know, you should meet my daughter, Jessica, says Mr. Stites. She's just your age. And while she's not a boat, she's a very (laughs) agreeable last. (laughs) Sorry, am I being too forward? (laughs) I can tell a man of refined taste when I see one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She had a go-round with the violin for a time But science is her wicket (laughs) This guy knows dialogue I can't improve on this guy (laughs) No (laughs) Give me no openings I know we've had it I'm sure it'll loosen up (laughs) That's where the future's headed you know She'll be good company for the voyage. (laughs) (laughs) He's struggling with that. I'm just imagining he still has a gaping (laughs) hole in his chest with this rubber hand (laughs) on a spring. It's kind of bouncing. Yeah, he's not able to retract it. (laughs) He needs to wind it up like a coil. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. While uh, while that hand is a bobbin... (laughs) Mr. Stites' mention of Andrew gets you thinking about him. <laughs> and, and the gold... And his, his boat-like features. 
<laughs> so yeah, it gets you thinking about him and the gold Buddha statues that he and your father imported from Siam. Oh. Shit. The, Colonial fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah more more of it. I get it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's another, yeah, another thing Jim Wallace has kept going. Uh, the box containing the statues arrived at the office in London while your father was out. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this That's stuff. the least relevant piece of information. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the, in any of the books like, so far, I think. It's inside into the office, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who's on what, you know. <laughs> What's the managerial breakdown but here? Who had Germany in the World Cup sweepstakes? <laughs> That's what I really want to know. Yeah. Who, who went home empty-handed? Andrew was excited, but seemed hesitant to open it in your presence. He asked you to run an errand. Everybody's out of the office today, aren't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, does anybody do any work? <laughs> when you came back, your father had returned, and he and Andrew were examining the two statues. Each about a foot high. That <laughs> <laughs> one—that's funny. It's just like, just like, why? <laughs> why do we need to know? <laughs> we <laughs> give me the dimensions. Yeah, give me the dimensions. <laughs> what about the depth? Yeah, the weight. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say nothing of the. Of the smoothness. <laughs> were they coarse? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, they seemed disappointed. The workmanship was poor. Worse, the statues weren't solid gold, but made of lead, painted with gold leaf. <laughs> <laughs> solid gold, one foot high Buddha statues. Uh, yeah. Fuck me, that's a lot of money. It is, isn't it? <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on there? I suppose. The rich. <laughs> Penists. <laughs> yeah, they're moving in a it's rarefied where, circle here. That's where the money is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, raking in the cash. Why don't we say pianism instead of... Like, <laughs> One's in a piano. No, I... Yeah, so what is... Pianism. <laughs> It's like, that's is that the study of playing pianos? Yeah, pianos. it could be. Yeah, pianism. So a student of pianism, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, back in the office, your father grew angry and vowed he'd get even with the Siamese trader who had cheated him. Andrew supported your father and agreed the traitor was a scoundrel. Whoa. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Ay, yeah, Such loose tongues in this office. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> what an atmosphere. Something about his manner made you suspicious. In contrast to your father's genuine rage, <laughs> Andrew's reaction seemed mild. <laughs> We're still only on page five. <laughs> Yeah, we need to. We need to cut. Uh, no, no, we're going at our own pace. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's all right. A lot of it will be cut. <laughs> oh, you don't trust him, and you aren't happy to be sharing this transatlantic journey with him. Oh, this okay. An, this Andrew character it took a long time to get that bit of intrigue out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of roundabout stuff. We've got another picture watch. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to have a look? Yeah. Well, you describe it to me, and I'll I'll okay. go have a look. What is it? It's, really, a, it's, is a, it? it's a woman. Oh, this must be a scientist woman. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm sorry, I was going to be like, oh, it's Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our Rose. Yeah. Well, our Rose is the Titanic itself. Oh, yes. <laughs> so this is another character. Another, yeah. The Italian guy. Yeah, another non... <laughs> <laughs> She's this is a... the woman whose science is her wicket. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, she's sitting down. She's holding out some cards. Could be a bit of... Ah, the science of magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's not much else going on with her. She's got her sleeves rolled up. Let me have a look. She's getting, uh, she's getting down to business. She has a kind of vacant expression. <laughs> she looks like she's on ketamine, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the most vacant face I've ever seen. Yeah, she's circling the the K hole, all right. 
<laughs> she's like, please <laughs> tell me your hand before I pass out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pity we can't remember her name and we'll never ever read it again. <laughs> no. <We're not. laughs> I'm sure we'll pick it up. Over the next few days, you and Jessica oh, okay. Stites. Why, what were you going to say? I'm just hoping we d- just didn't know her name. For the oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I should have kept that to myself. Yeah, K-girl. <laughs> Stites, woman. Uh, explore the ship. It's like an immense, fancy floating hotel. There's a Turkish bath, a swimming pool, a squash court, a gymnasium, a barbershop, a hospital, a post office... Several restaurants and cafes, and a full motorway. <laughs> yeah. a ju- three lanes. A working dual carriage. Which way? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of shit. Mm. Uh, late Sunday evening, about 11.30, you and Jessica are in first class on A deck. You've been there for a couple of hours playing cards. Abruptly, Jessica puts her cards down. <laughs> says, do you want any cat? <laughs> hey, what's your answer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where do we get this choice in this book? Yeah, man, we're on page seven. And, oh my uh, God, it's, it's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> we're getting into the red. Um, That's almost seven minutes a page. Jesus. I mean, I believe it. We've been been really digging deep on this one. (laughs) Reading between the lines of Keth. Can't wait to edit all this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm bored of playing gin rummy. She folds her arms and pouts. Jessica is bright and generally agreeable, but you realise she's a little spoiled. Mm. Mmm. That game was getting boring, especially because you kept winning. Let's go out on deck and see what's going on up forward. <laughs> up forward? Up forward. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was actually that you saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, it sounds like you're going to take that into your... Yeah, I think we should use that for yeah. that one. <laughs> what's going on up forward? <laughs> <laughs> it's a collection of prepositions. That yeah. Make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> On a What's going on up forward? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, never quite getting there. Same ocean up there that's back here, she answers. <laughs> Still wearing that pouty look. <laughs> then how about the Marconi room where the radio transmitter is, you ask? I know one of the men who operates the radio there. Wait till you see it. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> It's the largest <laughs> nautical radio transmitter in the world. <laughs> I'm very familiar with its functions. <laughs> Man, he's getting around, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He is. But you know what? It does perk her interest. Oh. I know Morse code. Did you know that? My father bet I couldn't learn it. And I did. Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Oh my god, what the fuck? There's still no choice. (laughs) Or page eight. (laughs) Anyway. The Marconi room, the radio shack, is up forward. (laughs) Is up forward. (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) Yeah, we we were going that way. So it's it's up forward on the port or left side of the ship. To get there, you walk along the deck to the other end of the ship. You and Jessica shiver in the Arctic air. Overhead, the night sky blazes with stars. Below, the ocean is glassy smooth. You're amazed at how calm the water is. There's not a ripple. Yesterday afternoon, Harold, one of the two radio operators met you as he was leaving the shack. He invited you to drop by any time. <laughs> Without knocking, <laughs> you opened the door. <laughs> I'm a regular here in the shack. <laughs> yeah, they know me. <laughs> uh, you open the door and go in. Jessica behind you. 
A smell of hot electrical insulation hangs in, hangs in the air. And you find it irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see. You can see how this is going. Baby. Hot just like some electrical insulation. <laughs> I need you loving. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> A man is on duty, but it's not Harold. <laughs> Mind if we watch a minute? You ask. The operator doesn't hear you, or if he does, he's too busy to reply. He's wearing earphones and staring intently at a stack of papers. A blue spark flashes between the contacts of the radio telegraph key he's tapping with his index finger. You're entranced by the rhythmic Morse code and the sparking light. The message sounds important, but you can't understand it. Jessica does, though. You watch her concentrate on the pulsing beeps as you both stand nervously just outside the door. Sorry, just inside the door. Uh, suddenly, an incoming signal blares from the earphones so loudly you can hear it across the room. The operator te- tears the earphones from his head and smacks the stacks... Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and smacks the stack of paper with an exasperated look. He wraps back a message. He spots you and says, Not now, too busy. Later. Out, please. <laughs> that was all punctuated, pretty much word by word. <laughs> you both nod and duck out the door. Jessica grabs your arm. That was weird. Those were private messages he was sending. Maybe to a land station for relaying. Messages like, meet you Wednesday at noon at the Waldorf Astoria. Then a signal came in. He got flustered and told the guy to, like, shut up and keep the air clear. Another ship must be nearby. What was the other ship saying, you ask? I couldn't get the first part. Something like, stopped, surrounded by ice. (laughs) <laughs> okay, something like that. So, Probably yeah. that. Exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that word for word. <laughs> oh, Jessica, ice icebergs. You say maybe we're coming into an ice field. Yo, <laughs> let's let's go on deck. We may be able to spot some. So here's a question. If the, right. if the Titanic had never ha- sank, would you, do you think you'd know what an iceberg is, just from general knowledge? Ooh. I'd say definitely not. No. So I how mean, does this penis know? Yeah, he must be like, do you think it comes oh, under? What a stupid question to ask. <laughs> What's one of the only things that can kill his precious boats? <gasps> the icebergs. Oh my God. That's, uh, this is really all coming together it's on the, all coming together on the boat sexuality front at least <laughs> yeah. it's all there just as we humans fear death yeah. all boats fear icebergs <laughs> and so by proxy so do we <laughs> the pianist <laughs> the student of pianism alright Jessica seems to know what they are as well she says uh, icebergs I'm cold enough already I'd rather go visit my friend, the Chief Baker. (laughs) (laughs) He's baking bread right now. Think of it. Hot, fresh bread. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly Jessica is off her face. (laughs) She's she's way down the (laughs) K-hole. Yeah. Would you think hot, fresh bread is a euphemism (laughs) for... For what? Las ketaminas. <laughs> <laughs> the chief baker, eh? <laughs> uh, oh, come on. Be a good sport. Let's see if we can spot a few icebergs. Then we'll warm up at the baker's, you say. Jessica reluctantly agrees. That would have been a great time to give me a choice. Yeah. Like, do you go to see the baker? I would have said yes, but anyway. (laughs) Yeah, all right, all right. 
I'll get the binoculars and meet you on the promenade deck, you add. The family binoculars. <laughs> Passed down. <laughs> yeah, from, from Jane to, to Jane. Penis to penis. <laughs> Nimble fingers only, boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you zip down the stairs to the stateroom you're sharing with Andrew. It's on B deck, a couple of decks below the port side. As you reach your cabin door, you hear a loud voice inside. <laughs> Safe is there, Cobba, I'll tell you. <laughs> no one will think of a car's frame. Mine? The voice stops short as you knock a couple of times and enter. Andrew is talking to a dark-haired man. They both look at you sharply. Sorry, just want to get these. You grab the family binoculars from the table <laughs> and leave. <laughs> as soon as you're outside, you grimace with disgust. <laughs> the man is Oscar Kilpatrick, a friend of Andrew's. He got on the Titanic at Queenstown, Ireland. You don't like him. When he boarded, he greeted Andrew, but ignored your offer to shake his hand. Is this guy Irish? Possibly, yeah. He's called Kilpatrick. Mm. But I mean, as I said, this is back in the dark days before the Republic. <laughs> the dark ages. <laughs> before you we were a sovereign nation. Um, you're still angry about the... Bro- oh, God. Yeah, we're on the right page. Got a choice coming up. <laughs> oh, thank God. On page 18... <laughs> That is nonsense. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, maybe, do you think this guy forgot it was a, a choose your own? He just got so carried away. He was like, God, this is great. With those pros. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. The measurements. <laughs> yeah, the stats. <laughs> You're still angry about the brush off and that man's arrogant and patronising manner. You have as little trust in Oscar as you do in Andrew. You don't understand why your father chose Andrew as a partner. Sure, he's sharp in business, a real smooth operator, but that's the problem. He's a little too sharp. You stop walking and think, what's in the frame of Andrew's car? Safe from what? Andrew's ro- <laughs> Andrew's rolls is up forward in hold number two, way down on G-deck near the bow. You're headed that way. Okay, got the choice. Did they say up forward again? Yeah, they did, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> a nautical theme I've never, or a word I've never heard before. Uh, possibly, yeah. Uh, it's a new one on me as well. Mm, interesting, go on. Um, okay, so you got the choice. If you postpone meeting Jessica to explore Andrew's car, turn to page 42. <laughs> if you meet Jessica with the binoculars, turn to page 12. Uh, <laughs> what were the options again? If you postpone meeting Jessica to explore Andrew's car, turn to page 42. If you go to meet Jessica with the binoculars, turn to page 12. Um, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I don't like those, I don't care about those choices. No. Um, maybe we should inspect the car because I want to hear you do more voices. All right, all right. You think there's going to be more chatter around the car? You hurry to the forward well deck, which shelters you from the icy air, and cross to the forecastle entrance near the bow. You descend a steep spiral stairway and reach the car hold, five decks below the forecastle entrance. Inside the hold, it's quiet and smells of motor oil. Light gleams off the black Rolls Royce. Thick ropes around each axle anchor the car securely to the hold deck. You look around. You seem to be alone. You explore the car's frame. It's made of large pipe-like tubes. I wonder if this man's fascination, or rather fetish, (laughs) extends only to nautical kind of vehicles? Or is it all All modes of transport? I mean, this is getting pretty steamy, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> so yeah the thick, the thick ropes uh, you look around you seem to be alone you explore the car's frame it is made of large pipe like tubes 
On the driver's side, you spot a metal end plate uh, that seals one of the hollow tubes. You find a wrench in the car's toolkit, remove the bolts and pull the plate off. You strain to see inside, but it's too dark. You light a match. The flame reveals a foreign object lodged inside. You barely make out two rectangular objects wrapped in cloth. Oh, I'm so bored. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The way to go. (laughs) The match dies, and you only have two more. You find a wire and manage to hook one bundle gently and tug it up to the frame tube. It falls on the deck with a tall foot. Some of the cloth rips away. Oh my god. Oh, this is so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. The next match you light reveals a bar of shiny metal. Oh fuck, I've forgotten what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I like, yeah, there's like some metal on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's like too dark to look at it. (laughs) Gold, you whisper. It's a gold ingot. (gasps) Okay. So things are hotting up. It it takes away a bit from the drama of the situation, the impending doom. Yeah. What do you mean? They, yeah. The golden got is one of the worst things to have on your person when a ship is sinking. Well, because it's so heavy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How the fuck is that going to help you? Uh, it's gonna it's gonna weigh you down. Um. Yeah, next thing we know, he's going to be like, I want to withdraw all of my money in gold bullion (laughs) right now. (laughs) What are gold ingots doing in Andrew's car? Then it comes to you. Of course, the gold Buddha statues were fakes. There must have been real statues. Andrew is the one who swapped the gold statues with counterfeits and then had the original statues melted down into bars. Oh my god. Okay, I'm just going to skip a bit. Yeah, it would have been fun for us to figure that out. Yeah. Rather than just telling us that after a ridiculous DIY. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like a kid car. How to make it how to, <laughs> how to make it but how to deconstruct it. Ridiculous. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> You're too angry to I, I can't, to analyze. I can't formulate a critique because it's just so boring. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you're a mechanic. <laughs> um, you pause for a second. Not even one mention of the advantages my dexterous fingers give me well, yeah. in this kind of activity. Well, I mean, uh, it's implied, of course. But yeah. <laughs> we, it's left to our imagination, which it should not be. Uh, you pause for a second. Are those footsteps you hear approaching? Your heart beats hard. No one comes. You wrap with that. You rewrap the ingot. You kneel under the car and stuff the ingot back in the frame and bolt the plate on. <sighs> a deafening noise and shockwave reverberate the car hold. The sound is like a huge steel vault door banging shut, but it lasts longer. Tapering. <laughs> <laughs> A bang. Um, But it lasts longer, tapering off into a series of rending and ripping sounds. A shuddering vibration lifts the car body above you. Whoa. Alright. No choice there. Yeah. Okay. You scream and cover your head with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's good reading. Thank you. (laughs) The car body settles back without touching you. Feeling foolish, you roll out from under the car and and run to the forecastle stairway. My mental image of what's happening is just not at all what what you're reading. (laughs) What what, what do you think's happening? I didn't realise the car was directly above me. Like a bird's eye view. I thought the car was just higher than me. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's just I'm not following what he's talking about. Yeah, you see, I didn't realise that at all at first. <laughs> so, like, the car is higher up than you. What's going on there? He said the car was pushed up by, like, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise that you were underneath. It's just... I'm just not following. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also don't... I'm not I'm not at all invested in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, uh... 
and see if we can hook you back in. Mm. <laughs> Did the Titanic hit something? <gasps> so I thought you <laughs> we interested. all know it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been here before. Do you think this is? Do you think this one is going to be a fake out? <sighs> or is is this really the iceberg? I don't know, man. I think it, it might be the fake out. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be down to the the choice you get to make. Oh, the end of this page. The sound came from below. You rush down the stairs to explore. Below is another car deck. You don't know what you're looking for, but you feel a vague dread. You descend to the bottom of the stairs. Now you're at the bottom of the ship. A sign on the door says, This is the bottom of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the bottom of the ship. The bottom of the stairs at the bottom of the ship. (laughs) You are here. Um, Fireman's Passage. Crew only, is what it says. When you open it, you hear a gushing and a gurgling. Water! A man hurries toward you. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> that sentence was a bit... <laughs> Water! A man hurries towards you. That's how I'll greet you from now on. <laughs> Water! <laughs> Water. <laughs> um, so yeah, what do you think? It's still a fake out. Mm-hmm. What about this water, man? Where's it coming from? I don't care. <laughs> do you pass, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> a man it's who, an hour. What page are we on? Oh, we're on page fifty. Yeah, but we need one choice, really. Yeah, we have. So we're, we're two choices, is it, or one? No, just one, one choice. One, it's one been choice. an hour. One choice. <laughs> one jo- is that a re- yeah? Is that a record? Oh my God. Foaming green seawater is rising above the walkway, sloshing through swirling water. The man shouts... That's all, that's all normal. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's just a drill. <laughs> Get out the drill water. It's <laughs> like a few buckets of water. And just throw them out. It's like, oh! <laughs> what would you do? Um, so yeah, this is expected behaviour. So, sloshing around, the man shouts, She's taking on water, mate. <laughs> mate. Clear back to numero five. It's Boiler big. room. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, We're, yes, it's going off. <laughs> it's going off. The boiler room. <laughs> the boiler room. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Why is he Australian, this Oh, guy? my God. I don't know. But, like, I've been vindicated. Because he says... She's a goner, mate. <laughs> and he actually says, mate. <laughs> oh. Better clear out. You run up the stairs after him. To be honest, like, everyone's Australian. Because I, I think the gaunt man isn't coming back. <laughs> yeah. So I had to... <laughs> With the grim mouth. <laughs> yeah, the grim mouthed man. <laughs> oh, my God. You'll find him at the bottom of the stairs, at the bottom of the ship. ship. Um, you run up the stairs after him at the car hold. You pause. The gold. Should you save it, or should you get back up on deck? Save it? From what? <laughs> the water. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it upstairs. Yeah. What happens then? I don't know. Yeah. When the ship eventually sinks, yeah. <laughs> do you think the gold will be glad? <laughs> that will have had an extra few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly uh, further away from the water. Um, the what? gold will nourish me at the, <laughs> on the weeks at sea. <laughs> Alone in a life raft with gold. Yeah, nibbling on some gold. Um, well, no, you might be able to buy it here. Anyway, are you going to go back and get the gold? Barter, imagine you or I are on a life raft. <laughs> okay. And you have a little bunch of food and I have gold. <laughs> okay? And there's, <laughs> there's no sign of rescue. I would have to be such a fucking good salesman <laughs> to convince you to part with your food to take my gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, especially because you can just wait and I will die. And you can take the gold yeah. if you want. Oh, yeah. True, yeah. I mean, you'd have all the... You'd have none of the... No cards, really, in <laughs> no. that situation. If anything, the gold is literally weighing me down. Oh, yeah, shit. Figuratively. <laughs> Not figuratively. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Figuratively and literally. No, just literally. Um... 
So basically, yeah, the choice is salvage the gold or go to find Jessica. Go to find Jessica. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good choice. It's nonsense. Yeah. Do <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've right. changed my mind. We're going to salvage the yeah, gold. Yeah, we're going to salvage the gold. We're going to salvage the gold. Imagine we survive with the gold. Oh, man. Now I'm going to, I'm selling you the opposite one now. Oh, shit. We'll be the richest man to get off this boat. <laughs> Those idiots we'll in the either, life rats. We'll either live as the richest man on this boat or die as the richest man <laughs> so on this boat. <laughs> oh, man. You see, they can't, you can't take gold with you when you die. Well, you fucking watch me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking watch me. Is anyone else going to have that gold? No, no, I will. Even though I'm dead. The bottom of the sea. It'll be in your possession. Uh, you must save the gold. This could be your only chance. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, I mean, I mean possession is the nine-tenths of the law. It's going to be a King Midas situation, is it? Is, it, is King Midas the one with the gold thing? Where he like touched things, things and it went, yeah. But basically, his greed killed him. Yeah, because that's why I'm hoping for a swift death. (laughs) 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 You push open the car hold door. You kneel down by the rolls. It takes you a couple of minutes to unbolt the plate and pull one gold bar from underneath the car. You set it on the front seat. The bar weighs so much, you can only carry one. <laughs> oh my god. Like, this is really going to fuck you up. That is so heavy. Yeah. I mean, a, a dexterous man like yourself <laughs> can only carry one bar. What is going on? Wham! Something smacks the back of your head. You awake slumped in the car's front seat. Your head is throbbing. The gold is gone. Your knees are lapped by icy cold foaming seawater. Holding your head, you stand up slowly and swish through the numbing water to the door. It's locked. You pound and pound and yell for help until you're hoarse. No one comes. The water is up to your waist now and still rising. You climb onto the roof of the car. Was the door locked on purpose to help save the ship from flooding or to keep you in? You wonder as you wait, and the water continues to rise. <laughs> Decisive. The end. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh. fuck the worst ending. Oh man. Oh, I'm not. I, why am I acting surprised? I died when the Titanic sank. <laughs> we could have. Yeah predicted this yeah there was a little MacGuffin with the gold but obviously (laughs) that ended up being irrelevant how I don't understand how can you possibly get the gold you're just not supposed to at all yeah why was it necessary to knock me out yeah I mean that is completely unclear (laughs) why was waiting for why was someone waiting for you in the most dangerous part of a sinking (laughs) ship (laughs) to steal gold which they already owned (laughs) I know. <laughs> That's true, he's waiting. Yeah. Right at the fucking breach point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lurking. Like, oh, I hope he shows up soon. <laughs> Things are getting dicey in here. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck it out. But I hope he's happy with his gold. He'll yeah. be dead soon as well. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, the point. <laughs> he, yeah. He too will have to make his way in the life raft. I think we did a very good showing at that seventy minutes at the moment. So yeah, you're not you're not tempted to. Oh, I'm. We're not going back. No. Okay. This has been entertaining because I, I don't know we're we're vibing well tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're popping. But probably one of the worst books. <laughs> Do you want to see a picture watch from later in the book? Yeah, I want to give, give me a random picture watch. <laughs> oh, big whoop. <laughs> It's the Titanic arse up. <laughs> oh my, oh, the, the Titanic sank, didn't it? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Not only did we know that historic fact, but they wouldn't let us forget it. <laughs> it's like a revision course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> Remember, guys. <laughs> this is... Uh, I suppose... Yeah. 
it takes a certain skill to write these books. Mm-hmm. And obviously Montgomery has it. Yeah. And no one else does. Yeah, Jim Wallace does not have it. Oh. It's not easy out there. Fucking hell. So, we calling it? I think we're calling that one. So, yeah. Moderate they- terror. <laughs> <laughs>